Your lifesaver. I'm Chris. Sky. I'm mailing about with Luis Prieto, and he is the director of Shattered. Hi there, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Hi there. How are you doing? Really good. So, you know, it's interesting, Luis, because mostly movies that come out in the beginning of the year are awful. <laughs> and this was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was an introduction, by the way. <laughs> Yes. Thanks, <laughs> so, so really, I mean, look behind me at this gorgeous scenery. You can't beat that. <laughs> You're right. It's a beautiful place, Montana. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the location where you shot. Well, we shot Shatter in Montana, uh, in the towns of Bozeman, and in the ski resort Big Sky. And that is uh, where we shot all the movie. The, the movie was shot on location. And that's it. And, and as we can see behind your... So, uh, you know, it's just amazing, the landscape. So was it very snowy? It was really snowy and cold. Um, sometimes we noticed especially how cold it was. <laughs> when we were shooting outdoors, it was especially cold, yes. So what did you do to sort of warm up your actors? Well, sometimes... Uh, I think the only thing that can warm up the actors is actually the passion for filmmaking. And I just remember probably the most difficult scene that we shot, that it was with, I decided to put uh, Frank Grillo in a yellow convertible. But it sounded like a great idea on a date like the one that you have uh, on the screen. But then all of a sudden, uh, we were going to shoot a scene with Frank Grillo and Cameron Monaghan, and it started the snowing. And we have shot the previous scene, so we couldn't put the roof of the convertible. So it was it was freezing, snowing, and nothing we could do about it. Just sort of like hope and pray that it was going to stop snowing. And it did for 30 minutes and we shot the scene, but it was freezing cold and we couldn't do anything about that. <laughs> that was some car though. Where did you get yeah. that car? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was, it looked great and I, you know, in a day, in a sunny day in Montana, you think you can drive whatever you want, and you can. Uh, but if it starts snowing and it gets cold, uh, so maybe not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so you had such a wonderful cast, such a great ensemble. So if I could just talk to you about each person, how you met them, how you decided to cast them in their role. Well, um, yeah, I feel very lucky for having had the cast uh, that I had. I have Cameron Monaghan, uh, people might know him from Shameless, uh, fantastic, talented, young actor, um, yeah. he's the male protagonist. He was incredible. I cannot imagine the film today without him playing the role. Uh, he, he, he just, just uh, you know, amazing his performance. Uh, the female lead is uh, Lily Crook. She is, uh, this is probably her first it, it's not probably. This is her first uh, female, her first protagonist role in a in a movie. Oh yeah! And she's just amazing. I mean, I feel so lucky to have uh, her in my film. Almost uh, people would think that I discovered her. I did not. She was there before me, but this is her first film, and uh, she's just amazing. And then it was just um, incredible to have John Malkovich and Frank Grillo coming, you know, as more mature actors. Uh, already like, you know, giants of the screen coming to support the young talents in the movie. So, yeah, I was very lucky. 
So John Malkovich, unpack this, um, if you will. Is he really as eccentric as everybody thinks he is? I think John Malkovich is, um, and this is something positive, is a very normal person. <laughs> um, he has an incredible taste for everything. He's uh, very educated about everything. And I think when it looks like, uh, you know, when people get a feeling that he's an eccentric, it's just because he's really a great actor. So he's really able to play these characters that are very eccentric, that is not your average person, but someone very peculiar, very singular, like he does in Shutter. Um, but I didn't find him eccentric, where I opposite. I found him like the most marvelous person, like everyone else, uh, really generous and with an incredible amount of talent and generosity or was, you know, the phone. And was he game for doing all his own stunts? Yeah, I mean, he did uh, most of it. I mean, obviously there was a couple moments where we did have uh, a stunts, you know, because for safety reasons and all that, but everything that he could do, he did. Um, and yeah, I mean, he was amazing. I mean, he's, uh, you know, with a katana moving it around and he's just uh, really good. Obviously when his character has to fall a couple of times on the ground, let's say in a hard way, uh, we did use this time. We figured it wasn't worthwhile to break John's back. <laughs> no, 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 that would not have been fun. Did you, did you have like sword play with all the actors and do they have to learn how to wield the knives around and that sort of thing? Yeah, especially uh, with Lily Crook. She was the one who really, sort of became a master of the story. She did rehearse and she became actually really good. Uh, of course, it is a movie, so we're just playing, you know, to make it look real and it does look real. And yeah. the blade was not uh, a real blade, so it wouldn't cut. And actually there was a couple of moments, uh, anecdotes, I would say, as we were filming, she gets really close to camera with the blade, literally putting the blade in his neck. But since it doesn't cut, you know, it feels very normal. And he was, no, 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 Lily, you can't do that. that. That blade is really sharp, so we can't do that. You have to be very careful with the blade. Um, but no, she was a master. You just forget when you're playing, uh, you, know, you know, when you're shooting in movies, you use uh, fake, uh, you know, in this case, fake katana. So you just forget that because it doesn't cut, you know? So you have to uh, remember, okay, this is supposed to be very sharp. Let's keep it in mind. Well, listen, Louise, hats off to you because I had to close my eyes a couple of times. <laughs> well, you know that's the magic of movie making i mean that's that's really what we try you know obviously you know we, we try to make it really exciting and, and make it look as real as possible and sometimes even more real than reality itself oh yeah so cameron um spent a lot of time in that wheelchair so tell me about that well this is very interesting uh, i feel very fortunate uh, because cameron had an interesting backstory coming to these characters. And is the fact that I believe a year before we shot, I could be wrong about the date, but basically he brought his leg a year ago, something like that, or maybe two years ago. So he was very well familiarized with what it means to have a broken leg. From the amount of pain that you suffer, uh, from how you move, uh, every single detail that anyone who has not broken a leg in his life might not be able to be so precise. Like I had experience with a broken leg, but it wasn't mine. It was my brother when I was growing up. So I remember his pain, his trouble, but it wasn't me. 
In this case, Cameron knew about it as a, in first person because it happened to him. So I think that made it very easy to play that role uh, in a wheelchair with a broken leg. So he didn't have to think about that because that was something automatic. He knew how to do that without thinking about it. So I think that allowed him to concentrate in his performance. And it's just amazing because obviously, I mean, you know, you, you look at him, you completely believe he has a broken leg. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, everything he goes through, you completely, you know, you are with him, you're suffering. You can tell that is an authentic performance. And I, I want to think that having that experience definitely can help him. Um, I was wondering if he kept the cast and had everybody sign it. <laughs> <laughs> we did not because it was more complicated than that. Basically, um, it was a cast that it would take a little bit of time to put on, but then we would take it out, uh, you know, like for lunch, you know, because obviously having your leg uh, without moving for, you know, the whole day was actually quite painful. Uh, you know, at the end you just, you know, you don't feel your leg. And in this case, we need Cameron to walk because he's like, he's not broken and maybe he had a scene where he needed to walk. So it was something more almost of a pain to put it on, to take it out. So no one thought about signing the cast. It was like, let's get rid of it, let's move on. <laughs> That's funny. Luis, I am right now discovering white lines. I don't know where I was in 2020, probably locked down like the rest of the world. Wow, what a great little show that is. I know, yeah, it's uh, from the creator of uh, Money Hayes, Alex Pina, and it is a crazy show, crazy in a very positive way. It really blows your mind. Every episode is, is like something happens you just can't uh, expect, and it's really good. It's uh, fantastic, so I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I have a friend who always writes to me, and she tells me about all the hot men on, on these shows, and so she delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will say the protagonist, Nuno, is really hot. <laughs> and also a very good actor. That's always, uh, that, that's always beautiful when you find someone that is so gorgeous and at the same time it's just such a fantastic performer. Yes, like Frank Grillo as well. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's a very good looking man too. <laughs> and he, how old is he? He's in tremendous shape for his age, isn't he? I want to think Frank, uh, and I hope, you know, I don't say something crazy. I think he's in, he's in his early 50s. Uh, I think so. I think he, he does a lot of exercise. You know, I know he likes boxing and he's always very um, serious about what he eats. So I think he's very much conscious of his, uh, you know, his body and all those things. And what is amazing also is like, you know, not only, you know, he's also like really good looking guy, but also he's just amazing as an actor. So again, I felt really lucky having him in the film. I mean, his performance is like, you know, it blows your mind. And, uh, you know, it's a very interesting character where he plays. He's really full of surprises. Oh yeah, there's a lot of surprises in this. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because it's really like jumping out of your seat stuff. That's right, especially with Frank there a couple. <laughs> of cringy moments I would add as well. <laughs> we had a lot of fun making those scenes, shooting those scenes, I have to say. Uh, everything, you know, takes some time to prepare, but it's actually a lot of fun when you can deliver something that no one is expecting. And uh, in this case, the spectator will be really amazed uh, every time they see Frank Grillo on the screen. Cool, and tell me about Vampire Academy. Is that is that happening as well? Yeah, I just finished shooting uh, uh, my episodes, 
uh, Vampire Academy, shooting in, in the north of Spain. It's a TV show by Julie Plek, the showrunner um, and Margaret. And it was just amazing. Um, really fun, young adults, uh, the world of vampires based in, based in the novels uh, by the same title. Really, really good and uh, again, fascinating. Uh, very different from everything that I have done until that moment, you know, never played with vampires before and I was really excited uh, being in that world and uh, it's, uh, yeah, I can't wait to, to, to be out there because it's really fantastic. Is there a, a running theme, Luis, through your films? You say this is sort of a departure, so. Well, <laughs> it's hard to tell. I think that um, I started you know, I have kind of like an eclectic background that is, uh, I'm from Spain, shot my first film in Argentina, in Spanish, a uh, uh, teen comedy. Then I ended up shooting romantic comedies in Italy. So I got really good at being um, director of romantic comedies in Italian. And just when I was getting a little bit bored with that, I did a thriller in London, Pusher, that sort of brought me to the US and by that time, I was sort of in the box of a thriller director. And that's when I did um, Kidnap with Halle Berry. And then I started doing TV and there was always those elements. Even if I started doing drama, there was always an element of thriller, um, action. And then I have to say Vampire Academy was the first time that they say, well, actually you also have the romantic element, you know, and, and we do have some of that, you know, the, the love stories, you know, these vampires that, not only they bite each other, but they also fall in love and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I'm a little bit of everything. If the story is good, I'm very happy um, to jump on that, on the playground and, and, and make it happen. January 14th, uh, that's when it comes out, uh, Shutter. Oh, okay, even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming on selected theaters and on demand. And then uh, in Blu-ray and DVD, that will be in February 22nd. Wonderful. Thank you, Luis, for joining me and have a wonderful rest of your year. All right. Thank you. Same there. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay back. Afraid of the dark? I love the dark. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.